Thank you so much, Bridge Kids and leaders. They have given us a rich theological review going back to the Garden of Eden. And, in, uh, and I looked at the script uh, a number of days ago. I didn't know uh, precisely how it was going to uh, play out. But when I looked at it, I was amazed at the depth of what was shared and the content. Um, and thinking about this presentation, I wanted to remind us all, and especially parents, that the church is not the primary bridge for kids. Not the primary, oh, to be sure. Ephesians chapter 4 says that we, um, the church is given pastors who have the responsibility to equip the people of God. But the primary responsibility for moral and biblical training lies with the parents. The Word of God is clear on that. Lies with the parents. And I want to just in 10 minutes share one word from one verse. Kind of reminds me of the, uh, this morning uh, looking at just a, a little bit of a phrase. But 1 Corinthians 16, 13 gives four commands. We're only going to look at one. It says, watch, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. In other words, watch, stand fast, be in the process of maturing, and then hold your ground. Those are good, instructive words for the people of God. In fact, they're all commands that we are to follow. Um, this has four imperatives, but I only want us to consider the very first one, namely the one which says, watch. The beginning of verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 16, it says, watch. This particular word used some 25, 23 times in Scripture, and it's the opposite of being spiritually indifferent. It's, the meaning is to be alert, to be vigilant, to be awake, to be cautious, to be sober-minded. And folks, in our day, and of course, it's been this way throughout time, but now we are in a culture which is anti-biblical theology, which is against biblical morality. It's not just indifferent. Um, it is absolutely has set its face against the things of God. All the more reason for the reminder to watch. And parents, you must be watchful. You know, uh, in, in, in seeing these uh, children, um, bright-eyed, uh, alert, attentive, intelligent, sharp minds, and yet Scripture tells us they came out of the womb as soon as they were born speaking lies. And Scripture tells us that uh, it is a, appointed unto men once to die, and that the wages of sin is death. And so each one of these, if each one individually has not already come to know the Lord, there's the need for that. And parents are the primary vehicle to deliver the good news to souls which are in need of the gospel, including these children, including all those within your charge. And so you are called, you are commanded to be watchful. Now, in uh, the Word of God, there are six places where the exhortation is given to watch. Four of them are negative. Two of them are positive exhortations. Um, and, and so we're to watch. We're to watch because the enemy of our souls has tactics 
and he wants to employ them and in fact does employ them for uh, our ruin, for the destruction, the eternal destruction of the lost and for the ruin of believers. Very quickly, I'm just going to uh, give this reminder. This is not an exposition. This is just by way of reminder. We're to be watchful against Satan. That is, we must comprehend our enemy. The surest way, the, the most sure way to lose a battle is to not know anything about your enemy, to not even know that there is an enemy over there lurking uh, on, the other, uh, on the other side of that hill, the other side of that mountain. There's an enemy. Well, you need to know that if you're going to be victorious in the battle. So, we are commanded to be watchful of who our enemy actually is. In fact, it says in 1 Peter 5, 8, to be sober, that is to be uh, very uh, much in tune, to be vigilant, really be careful uh, of what is going on out there because, and it gives us the reason, your adversary, the one who hates you, the one who wants to destroy your children, destroy your grandchildren, is out there walking around, lurking around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Now, it begs the question, how is a lion, who, which is roaring, going to devour anyone? It seems to me that if the lion is roaring, he is going to chase off any prey, and that's precisely the issue. The male, the old male lion, the king of the jungle, is on one side roaring at the antelope, which sends them running right into the mouths of the young, aggressive female lions, uh, who will then bring down that prey. In other words, there's a tactic. The idea is there is a strategy involved, and those who don't know the strategy are bound to be consumed by it. So parents, just know, Satan wants your children. He wants these children. And it, you, you are the primary uh, um, one who is God has raised up to, in fact, equip them against assault. So be watchful against Satan. And then Scripture teaches us to be watchful against seduction. How do we combat our enemy. Well, what is his primary tool? What's his primary ploy? Deception. And so the way that you combat deception is with the truth, the truth of the Word of God. It's the truth which will set you free. And the Word of God is true. Uh, all that the enemy has is a lie. It's, it's seduction. It's deception. The truth of the Word of God is what is needed. Now, if you'll allow me to say it, this is a pretty good representative sample uh, of the diet that Redbridge children and youth get. We are just not an entertainment church at all. In fact, we, we abhor that kind of, uh, of a concept and philosophy. We want substantive truth shared with young people so that it will be put deep into uh, the, the, uh, and the uh, woven within the fabric of their souls so that it'll be able to be readily retrieved. We want to train them uh, in biblical theology through Sunday school, Bridge Kids, in Awana, Bible Bowl, Bible Bee, and the like. But all of those tools are only supplements to what the parents are doing at home. For the church uh, and the teacher uh, and the Bridge Kids teachers and the Awana leader and the like, only have uh, that child for 40 minutes a week, maybe, a, maybe an hour and a half, but not of concentrated time, whereas parents have oversight 
all the time of those children. So parents, you must be watchful because the enemy wants to seduce, wants to lure in only to devour that young person. Uh, Parents, the primary bridge for kids. Thirdly, watchfulness against skeptics or skepticism. And the way that that victory is, is won there is by confounding the enemy. Now, how does one confound the enemy? Uh, well, the Word of God teaches that by being watchful. You see, if, he, uh, if his chief ploy is deception and trickery, deceit, like in the Garden of Eden, then the greatest way to confound him or frustrate him is not only to know the truth, but to be ever vigilant, watching out all the time. Folks, there is never a moment when the enemy and his, all the resources he has at his disposal is not trying to bring down your child, your grandchild, uh, and just cause that life to be ruined through temptation, uh, through uh, false, uh, uh, false theology, through worldly philosophies, and the like. And so we need to be ready to combat the enemy, uh, to com- con- confound the enemy uh, through that which is the skeptic. I received, a, let me, uh, this is a little bit nebulous at this point. Let me, let me make it uh, uh, crystal clear. Kevin Myers, Pastor Kevin Myers, who shared with us in this, con- in this uh, auditorium, when was he here for, uh, with apologetics? Uh, was it, uh, how long ago was it? Anybody remember? A few months ago. It could have been even a year ago. But he's the one who brought the hour-long lecture on the abolition of abortion. Do you all remember that? And I mean he is resolute. Not just the, the uh, uh, constitutional amendment uh, again, curtailing it, but the, uh, removing any vestiges of this in our culture and in our world. Well, he is definitely uh, swimming upstream in that. Well, uh, he's the pastor at, uh, uh, what's the name of it? Grace Christian Bible Fellowship. And I've, I've been texting back and forth with him. And in the last two Sundays, last Sunday and this Sunday, Satanists, self-professed Satanists, have encircled the church all morning, screaming out blasphemies and, uh, uh, and heckling and ridiculing young and old. They, they're, they're non-discriminatory. Uh, they'll cuss out a six-year-old as quick as they will an 86-year-old and just be relentlessly blasting them uh, with vulgarities. And this is right here in our community. Simply because, uh, and these folks are not militant in the sense that they're, they're, they're going after uh, this uh, in, in a hostile unkind way. They're pleading with folks who are going into abortion clinics to, uh, to hear the gospel, to follow biblical uh, tr- uh, teaching of the sanctity of life. The point I'm making is that the skeptics, those who would draw your children away, are confounded to the point that they've been reduced to raving maniacs, to just screaming bloody murder about uh, the right and the privilege of killing unborn babies. God help us. How did we ever get to this point in our society and in our culture? And so 
we hold the truth, but we press the truth into the hearts and minds of children without apology. Because remember, uh, from the moment that they're conceived, they're conceived with a sin nature and need to hear the truth of the gospel um, and then be saved so that they too may uh, be free. Fourthly, watchfulness against slumber. (laughs) Absolutely, because now is not the time, never is there the time to rest. Oh, to be sure, the enemy uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, I gave you that verse. Uh, watch down all things, 2 Timothy 4, 5, same, uh, same principle of, of being watchful. Watchfulness against slumber. Uh, the devil is not going to go to sleep. Therefore, I must run the race to win. In fact, 1 Corinthians 9, 24 says, Know you not that they who run in a race, everyone runs, every believer runs, but only one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain. We're not racing against each other. It's not one of us racing against each other is going to receive the prize. It's I'm in the race, and you're in the race, and you're in the race, and either I'm going to win that battle that particular moment, or the flesh, the world, and the devil will win if I'm not being vigilant. If I doze off at the wheel, if I uh, am indifferent toward my responsibility of watching, being watchful, then the enemy is going to rush in and have a heyday. In Christ, of course, we have eternal victory. He has won the war. But there are still the day-to-day skirmishes which are going on in all of our lives. I need to be spiritually alert, watching for those things. Now, those are the four negative words for watch, uh, negative illustrations for watch. There are also two positive ones in Scripture, we're called to be watchful in prayer. Now, this is what you, uh, this is not what you're guarding against. This is what you're making that you make sure that you're actually uh, uh, observing these. Be watchful in prayer, the Word of God says. Parents, uh, it's not, prayer is not the uh, least you can do for your children. It's the most you can do for your children. Uh, I'm still reminded of, uh, it, was it the Mother's Day message, the Father's Day message uh, of the, uh, of the uh, prayer of parents in Scripture for their children. My, pray for your children. Brother Wallace sings this song, pray for your children. And the second positive uh, aspect of watching is be watching for his uh, calling you home. Now, that might be through the undertaker, but it might be through the upper taker. He might go through the door of death, or you might go through the door, walk right into the, through the door of heaven if he calls his church home. But we're, we are commanded to be watchful. That is, be in a position every moment of every day where the, uh, the Lord calling you home really will not be much of a difference for you. That is, you're walking with him now, and, and you walk right into his presence. Be watchful, be alert, be attentive to that command. Parents, you are the primary bridge for kids. Of course, the Sunday school class, the the Awana clubs, and and all that is offered here um, supplement that. Even even the Christian school supplements that. But the bottom line is, when when, uh, uh, your child uh, grows up, uh, you are the primary one for righteousness or unrighteousness. And by the way, you can't produce right. Let me, let me take a little heat off of you. 
You cannot produce righteousness in the heart of your child. In fact, God gave special uh, entrance into the world for two people, and they fell immediately because they were trusting in self, right? So you can't make that happen, parents, but you can sure put out a banquet uh, of the things of God and biblical truth and, uh, uh, and cheer them on down that path of hearing the gospel, of receiving the Lord. Parents, the primary bridge for kids. Lord, I'm thankful for the truth of Scripture to watch, to be ever mindful of all of what the enemy would do. And truly, his strategies, devices are everywhere, just everywhere in our culture. And uh, the, the exposure um, seemingly is all but 24-7. And so, Lord, um, truly the battle is yours, but we'll only be, be victorious as we abide in you, resist the devil, and he'll flee. And so, Lord, would you move on the hearts of parents who are gathered here right now, parents who are watching by way of internet, and equip and uh, motivate or convict possibly of the need to know you, to follow you. Uh, And that uh, would be instilled in the hearts and minds of children and teens while still under roof, uh, while still in the home. Uh, Lord, would you raise up a generation of servants of the Lord, of worshipers, of missionaries, of Bible teachers, of pastors in and through this local church. Uh, Do this for your name's sake. Receive our thanks for your goodness Uh, And, Lord, for the blessing that the children were this evening uh, among us. And so we give you thanks, Lord, uh, for all of your goodness. In your blessed name, Lord Jesus, we do pray.